What has uh, SARS' response been to these allegations? Um, good afternoon, everybody. Um, my Our response has been uh, as follows. has not made a refund illegally into any uh, account to which the refund was not entitled to go. Um, SARS followed due process, and the allegations of impropriety regarding this refund are, have no basis in law. There was a difference of legal opinion as to the actual payment of the refund. There's no problems regarding that the refund was due in law. It was due and payable after a proper audit process. The difficulty and the anomalous situation that we faced was that the taxpayer did not have a bank account after closures by their banks. And the VAT Act provides that only the VAT vendor may receive a VAT refund or the VAT vendor's account. But in an anomalous situation, the commissioner has a discretion in terms of Section 72 of the VAT Act to make a payment uh, to deviate from the Section 44 and make a payment to a third-party account. And uh, we did a due diligence uh, in respect of obtaining proper indemnities uh, from the taxpayer's group of companies to make this payment. So there was no favoritism shown to a particular taxpayer. SARS treats its taxpayers equally. And in this particular case, it was a very unusual and difficult situation. And notwithstanding an internal division regarding the interpretation of the VAT Act, and us lawyers always have more than one interpretation, the actual payment was, in our view, completely lawful. Mm. So was there a warning from internal staff that uh, making the payment would expose SARS to risk? Well, um, I was, in fact, the author um, of a view that there was possible risk. Now, we had to mitigate risk because this is an anomalous situation. We cannot hold on to large refunds or refunds for that matter because it's not our money. And we pay interest on money which is due for refunds. So we had to make a provision and there was no real risk apart from the fact that we were paying a bank account which was not in the name of the vendor. So the risk was mitigated by proper indemnities, and we were actually receiving tax payments from this third-party account. So the whole purpose of the VAT Act in restricting refunds to actual vendors is to prevent fraud. And in this case, um, we minimize the risk of a refund being due and payable, being paid to the wrong party, in other words. That's how that refund fraud takes place. Mm. And uh, SARS was satisfied uh, that the nominated third-party bank account uh, by the taxpayer, uh, they would actually receive the funds, because that is the uh, statutory mandate that we have to comply with. So uh, we also understand that, uh, and I know you said there was a difference of opinion, legal opinion on the payment. Uh, I want to understand, is it because it was going to be refunded into a trust account of an attorney of which SARS has no jurisdiction? No, um, initially the request came through for payment to an attorney's trust account because the taxpayer faced the anomalous situation of not having a bank account into which their refund could be paid. So that was the... And there was no issue relating to the actual payment of 
the, that refund. That was due and payable. It was just the technical aspect as to how it can be paid. How can it be paid to a beneficiary, a vendor, who does not have a bank account? And the difference of opinion was, of course, we raise any anomalous situation in any corporate governance structure would raise risks. And uh, we simply pointed out these risks, and uh, the risks were mitigated by indemnities being provided by all the taxpayers' companies to indemnify SARS that in the event that we did pay uh, into an incorrect account where the vendor would not receive the funds, we would be indemnified.